Okay. Can I start? Yeah, you just start. So nice and loud, nice <laughs> and bold. Go ahead. Hey, today is October 26, 2023. This is Read Through the New Testament. My name is Anjali. I live in Nepal. I'm glad to host this post podcast again and today we are reading Matthew 26 1 to 25 and Roman 5 yep and Matthew 26 through 28 the last three chapters of Matthew it's called the passion account when Jesus is going to be betrayed and falsely accused and arrested and then scourged and crucified so that all starts today very sobering um, words but Jesus went to the cross and these are the things he experienced beforehand so Angeli I'm going to have you begin reading Matthew 26 okay Um, when Jesus had finished all these things he said to his disciples you know that after two days the Passover is coming and the son of man will be delivered up to crucified then the, then the chief priest and the elders of people gathered in the palace of the high priest whose name was Caphias and plotted together in order to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said, not during the feast, uh, lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster flask of very expensive ointment and she poured it on his head as he reclined at table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, What she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him thirty pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. Now on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve, and as they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will be betray, betray me. And they were very sorrowful, and began to say to him one after another, Is it I, Lord? He answered, He who he has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but O to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him answer is it i robbie he said to him you have said so so we'll read tomorrow uh, just about judas betraying jesus very sad uh our next text we're reading from romans chapter five we're going to read the the whole thing and it begins with some just gospel truth and that speaks about adam and jesus romans five therefore since we have been justified by faith and that's what chapter four spoke about Because we're justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we also have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame. 
because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly, for one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, since therefore we have now been justified his blood. Much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if, while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, now that we are reconciled, uh, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Okay, now we're going to see the parallels between Adam and Christ. So listen for the two men who did two different acts and had two different results. So here's the the two men. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, that is Adam, and death through sin, so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass, for if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God. And the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin, for the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. For if because of one man's trespass, death ran through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to the justification of life for all men. First, by the one man's disobedience, that is Adam, many were made sinners. So by the one man's obedience, that's Jesus, the many were made righteous. Now the law came in to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So that, as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness, leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Well, thank you, Anjali, for joining us. You've read very well. Thank you uh, for having me here, and you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.